Welcome to Madison City Channel's Know Your Candidates interviews, co-sponsored by the League of Women Voters of Dane County. I'm your interviewer, Shell Gross, and I would like to introduce John Uger, running for Alder in District 19. As we begin, I'd like you to give an opening statement about the educational, vocational, and civic experience you have, which qualifies you for this office and why you are running for Alder. Certainly. Well, let's just talk about uh, quickly about running for Alder. I do think I have the experience to make a contribution to the major issues facing our uh, district and the city as a whole right now. Deep uh, experience in business and affordable housing in energy efficiency and development. Uh, I'm also deeply involved in startups of new companies and active in Merlin Mentors here locally, uh, which is all about technology startups. I recently started a company to commercialize uh, university uh, intellectual property uh, relating to medical imaging for ear diseases. Um, I'm currently active right now as a consultant on a variety of affordable housing projects, and I've been deeply involved in Madison uh, in community affairs, I've been on the Wexford Village Board up in the northwest part of the district for eight years, uh, but I'm also engaged in other activities uh, through the Wisconsin Technology Council and uh, my church uh, and other things like doing some volunteer work at one of our schools. So uh, public service is a long part of my family's history going back uh, couple of centuries, and uh, uh, I think I can make a contribution based on my experience to uh, some of the key issues that we're facing. I suspect we'll be touching on those. Thank you. What actions or programs would you support to enhance public safety in Madison? And in particular, what is your position on the use of body cameras by Madison police officers? Uh, great question. Well, first of all, we're fortunate, and I think it's part of why we uh, continually as a city rank among the most livable cities. Our statistics show us to be a very safe city. Uh, we would not rank that way if that were not the case. Notwithstanding the statistics, and my district is probably among the safest in the city, uh, that isn't the perception of everyone. Uh, as I talk to people, as we listen uh, in Wexford Village to uh, constituent concerns, there are concerns. You know, we know that there has been some increase uh, in car theft, in burglaries, and so forth. Perceptions are important. I think part of the issue is to get the information out. We want our we want our police to be very effective. And let me say that that uh, I've got family history. Every generation of my family since 1870 has had policemen or firemen, uh, including my brother who was grievously hurt in the line of duty. So I. Uh, Discussions about policing, both uh, the desire for respect and the, the risks that are taken, but also the problems, the things that can be improved are been part of table conversation in my family as long as I can remember. And I think one of the things that we need to do to make our assure that our police are successful is we have to do them a basic job. I, I am a strong uh, proponent of the new CARES program. I looked with interest through the first annual report. I'm not surprised that it showed great response and uh, police uh, officers I've spoken to seem to be highly in favor of that. Well, because it lets them do the things that they need to do. 
and shows greater care to our neighbors that are suffering from uh, some sort of mental crisis. Well, uh, cameras. It's been before the council a number of times now. Uh, there's certainly uh, proponents for that. I think that the issue for Madison, it, which affects so many things right now, is this looming uh, structural deficit that we face in financing. Cameras are expensive. As nearly as I can tell, looking through the literature on it, it's really hard to find really definitive evidence about whether or not they uh, promote greater community appreciation, uh, better examples, and so forth. And so I think we'll still have to look at whether we can afford to do that, even if it has some benefits. Thank you. What do you see as the most important environmental issues the city needs to address? And what will be your priorities for council action on these issues? Well, first of all, uh, this is a fairly important thing in my district. Uh, we suffered some of the worst damage during that 2018 flood event. So uh, what we might refer to as uh, climate change resilience is a big issue. And the biggest part of that uh, is going to be stormwater management. I've been very active uh, in all of the watershed studies that uh, affect our area. I'm very impressed with what the engineering department has put forward uh, to do that. Uh, understood just recently that we have a grant for one of the most difficult things, which is uh, the uh, conduits that we need under the uh, Beltline, West Beltline and uh, High Point Road to be able to free up that thing. So we're going to have to do a lot of work just to carry out and budget for all of the stormwater management things that we have to do. Beyond that, uh, energy efficiency is important. The very, very important part of my business background has been in uh, energy efficient structures and so forth. We need to continue to force that, enforce uh, what we can do in that area and encourage it uh, where that's the, the proper way to go. What is your position on increasing the pay for alders? Well, uh, I'm running because I can afford to, and not everyone can. So I appreciate that that's an issue. You know, part of looking at the pay is then offsetting that with a smaller, uh, a smaller group of council and so forth that's been looked at. Uh, I, rather open to arguments on both sides. My prejudice is, tends to be in favor of uh, keeping 20 alders and the structure we have, albeit uh, that certainly places a great deal of stress uh, on the council members. It's a reason for burnout. And uh, uh, yet I think we get a great deal from the approach that we're currently using. I'll, I'll continue to look at the evidence and what the opportunities are, but uh, I, I think a volunteer board, albeit one that uh, endures a lot, uh, probably gives the city something that's really important. Thank you. What, if anything, do you think the city should be doing to support economic development? Well, I think uh, uh, during my long association with Madison, I haven't lived here forever, but uh, Wisconsin's been home forever and I've had relatives in the area and I've had a cottage in the area, kids that went to school here. So uh, there was a time when growth was not popular in Madison. I think that's changed and I think that has to be the way. Uh, if we look at how our funding works and the limitations that are on that uh, we're not gonna affect on city council, uh, we have to have growth. 
And in fact, as long as we maintain our position as a very livable city, it's going to be here. We're going to continue to be one of the most rapid growing parts. And if we can steer that in the direction of good paying jobs, basically technology related uh, uh, jobs, that's where we want to be. But that requires attention to other things we may discuss, like the transportation network and affordable housing and so forth. Uh, but it's an engine of growth. And so many ideas tumble out of our universities. Uh, and uh, I've got some experience in how those things get turned into actual commercial things that hire people at good pay. Uh, let's keep that going. How do you see racial disparities impacting constituents in your district? And are there any actions the city should take to address those? You know, I just, as part of this, I uh, brought in a, uh, the WC, the Wisconsin Election Commission, uh, District 19 list of voters so that I can reach out to them. And uh, I spent some time over the Christmas holiday. I read all uh, close to 9,000 names and so forth. That certainly gave me an impression that, that verified. We've got a pretty diverse district, uh, quite a few people of color in the Immigrants from all over the place, Africa, a lot of a lot of East Asians and South Asians were pretty light. And I think that's a problem. We're pretty light on uh, our local people of color and the black community, the Hispanic community. And uh, as we look at uh, how this district was developed, I think that was probably malice aforethought. It's to keep it as, as white as possible. I, I don't think that's in anybody's benefit in this day and age. Look, at the statistics are out there. We know that the gap with people of color in this community is atrocious. And not only that, it's been persistent. Everybody's worried about everybody's concern, but we haven't found the perfect uh, thing. And, and we just have to continue to work on that. My own feeling is that, um, I'm just one more white guy who's pretty privileged, and uh, I'm listening to some great leadership that we have in the Black and Hispanic communities. I think what uh, we're trying to do as a city, not in my district, but what we're trying to do with the uh, Black Business Hub uh, down uh, on the south side, the Center for Black Excellence, uh, some excellent programming at the Latino Chamber of Commerce. Let's support those people. They'll have a benefit to, to the whole city, including my district, if we can find a way with those excellent leaders. And as a city, you know, th those partially private activities, they're going to have some problems along the line. That's just natural. Let's help them adjust and get through that so that we can see finally uh, some dent in these just shameful statistics that we have in Madison. What are the most critical issues that you see facing the people in your district and what would you propose to address those? Well, we've already touched on part of that and that's the, uh, the stormwater issues. Uh, I just mentioned it briefly, but it's gonna be an ongoing uh, matter to be sure we've got some uh, budget associated with those that we get the grants that are possible so that we can carry out that infrastructure development. But uh, we, need, we need to do that. Uh, that's probably the top of the list for most of the people in the district that I've spoken with. We already talked about uh, public safety. Uh, and the initiatives that the CARES thing is the right thing to support there. The people in our district who have spent more time uh, looking at the overall finances, and that's not on everybody's radar, but those who have are certainly saying, hey, we see that we've got that budget cliff 
that's staring that boy. If if I'm elected, uh, we're it looks to me like in 2024 we're going to be looking at the 2025 budget, and it's going to be hard. Uh, it's going to take some real effort. We're uh, going to really have to look at at uh, how we support our different activities that are essential. We may have some tough decisions, and I just say that I've got a long background in finance and budgets that I hope to bring uh, to apply to that. I think those are the big ones. I'm transit is an issue. We've just yeah, you know, we're facing some people who will be walking further or won't walk anymore to the uh, to the redefined buses. We, but we actually have, as we look at the information, we'll have people that are closer to a stop. Uh, I, I'm a great fan of, of bus. I ride the bus whenever I can or bike on the paths, and we ought to keep that going as well. People like using uh, all of that typical Madison infrastructure. What would you like to say to the viewing audience as we complete this interview? Uh, I would say, I hope you focus on my experience. I think that's the most relative thing, uh, relevant thing that we can bring to the, the kinds of issues that we have. I think uh, uh, I should also say, and this is on my mind, I watched the debate uh, uh, on the, the TOD zoning overlay that deals with our transit approach and density. And I'm, I'm a fan of smart density is in this district, there are going to be a variety of opinions. I'm going to guarantee you that if you bring something to me and I disagree, I'm still going to make sure that your voice is heard. You may convince me, or I'm going to do my best to find the information to uh, maybe change your mind. But it's a representative democracy, and I'm going to use my judgment uh, and my experience and my own moral vision to get to a final answer. But you will always find me ready to listen and to pass on your concerns. I want to thank John for speaking with us and the viewing audience for taking the time to know your candidates. I want to remind everyone that primary election day is Tuesday, February 21st, and the general election is Tuesday, April 4th. As with every election, please vote. On behalf of Madison's City Channel and the League of Women Voters of Dane County, Thank you for joining us.